Bam. Oh, give me a break. Come on. How can you not pick Brent Fakowski to win this event? Are you kidding me? Don't you remember 2021? Oh, what do you mean? I literally I picked him to win. He did not pick Brent Fakowski. Are you kidding me? You literally said Pat Bellner. What? Do we need to watch the receipt what? back? You kidding Are you me? kidding? Dude, you're an Can idiot. Can you not hear yourself talking oh. right now, dude? Oh, my God. These commentators are idiots too. Gosh, I know more about CrossFit than all these. What people. are you? Have you not even paid scared for the last five years? Uh, you don't want to lose, you little crybaby. God. Is this you or someone you love? Download the Heat One app on the App Store, Google Play Store, or by scanning the QR code on the screen. Heat One is going to the big leagues for 2024 tier Wadapalooza. Pick your top 10 men, women, and teams and play in a shot caller league where you can pick the winners for each event. Create a league with your friends, your gym, and also play in the Worldwide League where you have a chance to win $14,000 in prizes. Play now for free by scanning the code on the screen. Nice. Uh, so you want to go to the App Store, type in Heat One, download the app. We will all be playing. I'm sure there'll be a room where you can play against the greats like myself, Grundler, the and Matt <laughs> Uh <laughs> But uh, let's talk about this. This is all all Wadapalooza talk for the next uh, six days. Muscle Manos will be squeezing it in everywhere. Oh, did I mention it's the tier, tier Wadapalooza? Don't forget the tier. Without tier, something wouldn't be happening. Um, Bill, is Danielle Brandon competing as an individual at Wadapalooza, how come we can't get a fucking straight answer to this? Uh, I, I'm gonna say yeah because it's on the. Her name is at least on the leaderboard. I mean, we've okay. seen that, but okay. um, I, I'm not. I'm gonna say that it's it's fairly regular that you have names that show up on the on the competition floor when you get to Wadapalooza and people don't show. I mean as a commentator, we've commentated that thing so many years. And there's always and vice versa, right? They're they've they're known yeah. to be very open. Last minute entries are cool with Wadapalooza. They, well, and I they're think known because, for that. I think because of the fact that people are always bowing out kind of at the last minute, you're able to kind of throw people in there at the last minute. Uh it's never been a case where someone was going to get in then there wasn't room like they overbooked a, an airplane or something like that and they're looking for people to graciously step off their seat and get i don't know a free free ride for next year or something i don't know i don't know how they do that um the the third greatest sponsor in the world tier what tier for wadapalooza the tier wadapalooza a distant third compared to paper street and uh ca peptides and and, <laughs> and, and and maybe even birth fit fourth uh but anyway still fantastic uh the what about what about the fact that I hear there's 41 athletes and that there is absolute mayhem behind the scenes at Wadapalooza now? Like, how are we going to get Daniel Brandon in there with 41? It's such a weird number. Does that mean someone's got to get kicked off? And if who, yeah. who should kick off? Yeah. Yeah. Really? We're going to have to boot I, I, someone. I think that I think that what that like I just said like PFAA like blame them Bill blame the PFAA only I, for the athletes can't make anything unsafe. <laughs> Emily, well, Jeru, okay, I, they already have. It's they Brent already Pekowski's have. Fault. If you've seen, if you've gone to Wadapalooza, if you have been there either on the floor or watched any of the broadcasts that they've had, it is crowded. They don't have a lot of extra room, so 
to put an extra lane in there, I don't think it's going to happen. It would be easier to ask one of the athletes to stand down or go to a team or have something like that shuffle. And I can very easily see that shuffle happening. I see it happening. Eh, you know what? I don't really want to compete this weekend. It's fine. It'll be fine. I'll just jump over here to this, to this team. The senior out of West Virginia, Noah, is a listener to the Sevon podcast. Hey, Sevon friends. Noah, you've made quite the stir on Instagram. All of a sudden, you are an Instagram legend. Uh, a respect. I hope your skill set can um, maintain with your uh, popularity. <laughs> Have you seen this going around on Instagram? I, I, he's, I got a, he's got a real account. That's a that's a real dude, Noah. Really? Yeah. I, 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 thought checked that it out. I already invited him on the podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, there were and only a few sponsors have the balls to keep it real. And, and I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know. I was going to ask if that was BirthFit. I, I know, know BirthFit keeps it real. <laughs> they, they bring babies straight out of the vaginal canal. I know CA peptides <laughs> keeps it real. Sarah says that shit can't be tested for. That's there real. It's getting Paper Street Coffee. I'll make you say shit you wish you didn't say. <laughs> Drink two cups of that shit. Your mouth does all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> uh, Bill, you frozen. I Did I freeze again? Yeah. Yeah, but your audio is still kidding me. So I'm hopping out and hopping right back in. His audio is so crisp. How does he do it? How does he do it? I'm coming back. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, Bill Grundler. But, uh, uh, taking off. Uh, you know, Daniel Brandon is not responding to any of my texts or my DMs. And there's a circle of people around me who she is communicating with. And I'm wondering if it's because uh, I said that Sporty Beth's tits were better than hers. She, she, I don't know why she, that would upset her. Those are some, quite a set of hammers Sporty got. And, uh, and then on top of that, maybe it's because I had Torres on. You think it's that? You think I'm being punished for having the X on? No, I was throwing the uh, thumbs up it, to Bill, but I oh. also, yes, I do think it was. Oh, come on, Danielle. I'm fucking a hardcore fan. Hey, did you see her uh, stories, though, that I brought up? You were in it, kind of. Yeah. I'm caller i might have to call her and apologize me, um, hey you know what to do these bad boys one more time i'm in there yeah see. well she reposted mine which was cool oh wow and she tagged the real seven podcast and then we have this well, let me see very caught here all oh, these Justin looking scared of this <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love mean girls. Okay. I okay. What, I don't know what, what the implication of that is, but you're in the mix there. And then... uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to tell you there's one thing more exciting than Danielle Brandon in the CrossFit space, and only one. And it's John Young talking about the motherfucking Bible. What's up, guys? <laughs> John, I feel so bad for not inviting you. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, this is we we need John on this show for the next three weeks if Dave's gonna be slanging any Bible. I'm ready for it. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you rotate that phone for us, though? Okay, let me try. I'm at my gym, so I'm like, I'm like a limited. Uh... Oh yeah, there we go. There we go. I want to see those broad shoulders, baby. There Give we it go. to me all. Give it to me all. Okay. Uh, really, real quick, John Young, did you see Taylor's performance uh, this morning? I did. Uh, doing the tier Wadapalooza uh, workouts, the two tier Wadapalooza workouts. Did you see them? Yeah, no tears were shed. And, and what what do you think? Are you impressed? Is he is he games athlete material? I we've known he's games athlete material. He just always finds a way to mess it up. So hopefully this year he can stay freaking healthy and do it. Okay, so hats off to him. That that was that was a boss move. What he did. 
Yeah, no, I think the the first workout that he did, I I think I think could be a top score. The crazy thing was that he thing. the crazy thing is that he did it. You asked a question. I I watched the show earlier. Um, when you, when it was like rebroadcast, I watched it not live, but one, it was fucking done. Awesome, you guys crushed it. Will and just Will. smashed that. That was Will. fucking amazing. Holy but the Will. fact the fact it was the same thing as like when Hiller went out and did Grace all by himself when everyone's watching. It is different doing it that way than when you're on the floor with a with a whole group. So a lot it's of pressure. Whole, like I mean, it's way more pressure to do what he did. And he fucking did phenomenal. Dude. Over 700 live viewers, and I just looked over 4,500 now have seen so it. So good. Yeah. Like, unless you're unless you're Valner, Roman, or Ricky, nobody, no, that amount of people are not watching you. No way. Unless oh. you're those oh. top guys. Oh, and no way. No way. It was so good. So what are you saying that I should charge Taylor some money? 10% of any signups he got? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Uh, this is the week in review show. Dave Castro does this show every Monday. We are um, it's one of the highlights of what we have coming out of CrossFit these days. Uh, Dave's been there as long as anyone, probably the most senior employee there. Maybe him and Nicole Carroll. We're stoked to have him. Uh, he runs the games. He runs the training department. Um, he's a no uh, bullshit guy. Um, this is always cool. We've been doing this now for weeks and weeks and weeks. At any point, he could easily just report us and stop us from doing this, and he hasn't. The whole thing is cool as shit. I love the guy. Uh, but uh, occasionally he does take an ass pounding on this show. Actually, every show, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we shall. Uh, he's good at taking ass pounding. We shall uh, begin. Here we go. January eighth, twenty twenty four, at Chester Springs CrossFit seventeen fifty nine. Hi Dave, I love your weekend reviews and appreciate your perspective and your commitment to personal continuous improvement. Oh, he's reading a little weird, like English as a second language. Some ESL shit today. <laughs> I'm surprised you're listening to like one speed. You usually do one point five. Oh yes, okay. Well, oh that's why I'm usually thinking. Sounded so yes. Thank slow. you. Slow. Fondle. Uh, this is the Vampire Show of of the Dave Castro's Week in Review, where Sevon where Sevy sucks off a Dave sucks off Dave sucks off. Uh, how about a Dave? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Fuck. Susan Bill wants your job. <laughs> Point he, out some, he pointed out the technical error. The oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. That is what CrossFit is all about. And it's super cool to see you live by that credo yourself. Uh, thank you for that. And I agree CrossFit is about self-improvement and making yourself uh, better in many ways. And often we just focus on the physical side of it and through reading and just continuing to self-educate. Um, that's how I take it to a uh, different place, but also using the discipline from what CrossFit builds in, in routine and in habit and in actual fortitude for doing hard things. Have you listened to Chase and Bill's podcast? Uh, he just sucked himself off. <laughs> he just like, he just read a compliment. I like it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, I think he was, it's the first time we always talk about just the workout. It's the first time. I mean, if you talk, if you talk CrossFit, it's a whole prescription. It's not just a workout. I mean, there's a lot of other, the nutrition part in there, all that. We, I don't think we talk about that part enough. All of it, the, the the full circle of CrossFit, not just the workout. I think that was and, good. And I, I, I saw his breath. That means it's cold. It's cold in it's, that room. It was cold today, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's cold. Uh, I'm going to rewind this back just 10 seconds because I think what he CrossFit said Bill's builds in, in routine and in habit and in 
actual fortitude for doing hard things. Have you listened to Chase and Bill's podcast on how to fix the team competition? Really cool ideas. Thank you again for all that you do. I have not listened to their podcast. Um, I'll ask Chase what he's talking about. Oh. And that's the end. Wow. <laughs> wow. Solid. Uh, why does he have to ask Chase? Because Chase is on the payroll? Yeah. Well, it's just easier access. Easier. I mean, those guys. Are oh, my God. More he's got your number in his you. phone. He, he could does. call you. But I think, I mean, what I like, and thanks for everyone giving those questions to him, because that's the only way that there's going to be a way to change that stuff. I think the HQ people get kind of stuck in a bubble. And it's easy for them to just do what they do. I mean, we're all the same way. We do what we do until someone from the outside just says, hey, here's an idea. And you can kind of look at it and be like, oh, I, okay, that's I get it. But you don't know until you hear it. So I hope he asks. What did you guys suggest? Can you sum it up or is it an hour and a half talk? No, it's not an hour and a half talk. It's basically uh, forcing team people to join that, that team track right away. So um, you have to, at the beginning, whether it's the beginning of the open or beginning of the quarterfinals, state that you are going team. And then that takes you out of the individual scored points and all that kind of stuff. So it, it just it forces you to go a certain way. The other thing is it would be uh, forming a team. So you'd have a six-person team with two alternates. Um, so you can actually use those people. So in case like uh, that team – uh, that lost the, the one athlete. He fell on his face right before they uh, checked Josh, in. Josh Mattis. Yep. Yeah. Josh Mattis. Yeah. Um, to where you could actually have something like that happen. Uh, the other thing that Chase brought up, which was a really good idea, it was the idea of scheduling the way the workouts would be so that all the athletes would be involved. Um, there'd be uh, two basically where all of the athletes have to be involved and then uh, for regionals and, or for semis and quarterfinals at six events, uh, games would be 12. And then that way you can kind of uh, maneuver where the people would be and how that they need to be able to put in there. And then the last thing would be that if you have someone that gets hurt during uh, the games, you could actually take a, uh, take a penalty um, and then bring um, another person in, but that removes the other person out. So just some, some couple and technicalities. You need the penalty because that person going. would be fresh, and you can't have well, like f fake injuries. Right, right. The idea is that if you're gonna if you're gonna try to fake someone in there, put your beast in there who's gonna do the lifting, and then say that they're hurt and not use them anymore, and then use your little ninja after that. What you do is you would lose a hundred points for being able to stay in the game, but you still be able to compete. It's not like hey, you know, Miranda you blows do. a knee out and then the and then the team is out and then that's it. Bill, you know what you could do mm -hmm. to take that all out so people don't even lie? Just be like, hey, you can swap a player out at any time, cost you a hundred points. Well, and that's what we were kind of going back and forth. We were kind Who of flushing that out on yep. on the floor. Yeah, um, it, it would have to be that no matter what you do, it really um, you are gonna have to pay to make that switch. And that we want to make it so you can't game it. And that, that's what the hard part was. So we were kind of playing with that 100-point thing. Uh, name maker, uh, X is the place to be. Sure is. Twitter. Props to Elon. <laughs> At Mitch Collins, 5840. Dave, you plan to read fewer books and think about them more. That is spot on. Well, I, even when I'm reading a lot of books, I do think about them. So I want to make that clear. I am thinking about it and um, taking it in. Um, here's a thought. Read the Torah, read, then the Bible, then the Quran. I already started the Bible. I am planning on reading the Quran. You will be struck by the overlap. For example, Jesus is in the Quran. Understand the overlap and progression from oldest to newest of the three holy books of the Abrahamic monotheistic religion. religions is eye-opening. Good luck. Yes, I'm excited about this. John. <laughs> John and Jake. Well. Just what say yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Amen, motherfucker. 
<laughs> something, something. That's, that's you. Muslim, that's all you're on the show. Jesus. What, what about this Jesus order? Too, just weighed way differently. But what about this order? This guy's suggesting Torah, which is means Old Testament. Then he's suggesting New Testament, right? And then he's suggesting uh, Quran. Yeah, I mean, it's like reading the Bible and then reading the Quran. It's just the Torah. I the Torah is in Hebrew, uh, so they'd have to have translator version of the Torah. I've not actually read a straight Torah, uh, but it's the first five books of the Bible can do can do that justice. But I know how people climbing in the comments telling me how retarded I am for thinking that. But uh, you're the expert on this show. That yeah. That's all so so the reason why he says that is as Jewish people read the Torah, Christians read the Bible, and Muslims read the Quran. You get a full scope of all the three big religions um, if you read them all like that. But and I mean, the Torah, the, uh, just, the Torah it, is the Old Testament, right? Um, yeah, for the most part, but they have their own. It's worded a little bit differently. But look the at first this. Five you might books, want to frame this comment. You might want to frame is, uh, this comment. John Young is correct. <laughs> <laughs> the first five books is essentially like Jewish law. And then uh, like, and that's where you get like, um, you can't eat certain meats. You can't um, sleep with another guy, like stuff like that. It's all the Jewish commandments. Um, I don't know how many there are, but they basically have to memorize all of them. Um, and then uh, after that, it's a old story testament, uh, old stories like back in the Old Testament, like David and Goliath, um, stuff like that. Uh, Elijah getting uh, carried up with chariots. That's a fun story. Um, just just different Old Testament stories that are in the Jewish, I don't know if you will, uh, history. And then the New Testament's Jesus. And I mean, the Old Testament's full of prophecy too, uh, so which is in Torah as well. And that essentially, that's why they believe what they believe. For so, like for Jew, for Jews, they believe that the Messiah has not come yet, and they're waiting on him. Right? They're still waiting right now. And then for Christians, Jesus was the Messiah, and the Jews have condemned their own. And but there are books, the books, which is Jesus, they put him on a cross and crucified him. Right. Um, but uh, there's like Jeremiah and Isaiah and Daniel. They all tell about the Messiah that's coming. And like they're talking, it proves Jesus is real, essentially. But that's in Torah. But it's worded, it's worded a little bit differently. And I don't know. I don't know the specifics. So I'm not going to talk about Torah like I know it because I don't. But it for a layman. Yes. Old Testament and Torah are very similar. Uh, Devesh Maharaj, the hammer, uh, not the three big religions, just the three with the same background. Uh, he's talking about the, the Chinese and the Indians and the Pakis. They have their own shit going on, that, you know, with like guys riding chariots and elephants with eight arms and shit like that. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about Hindu. Yeah, that one. Krishna. <laughs> At the Noble Savage, I think it's brave for you to admit that you're reading the Quran, being a revered figure within CrossFit, and how they've taken such a staunch approach to the Israel-Gaza issue. I understand that Palestinians aren't just Muslim, but Orthodox Catholic too. Will the choice to read this book 
and be so open about it not affect your standing with CFHQ? Well, I'm not reading it yet. I'm planning on reading it. And this is the fucking shit I'm talking about. Like this person is basically suggesting that I can't read that book for whatever reason with whatever's happening in society. There is no book that I can or cannot read. I can read whatever the fuck I want. And that doesn't mean I'm going to get punished for it. That's the whole. Um, oh, we'll see, Davey. We'll see. <laughs> the whole issue with what I was addressing. I can't wait till you have mind comp sitting on your bookshelf back there. Last week is a, a just because you're consuming content from a particular side or reading a certain perspective does not mean you endorse it. And I'm not even saying there's nothing not to endorse with the Quran, but in general, my point is um, self education comes from taking in all different perspectives. And that's why I'm reading a multitude of these uh, religious texts to, to, to just see from different views and different perspectives and different beliefs. Will it affect your standing with CFHQ? Yes, I'm going to get fired for a fucking second time from CrossFit for reading the Quran. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just, I just want to say this. We have a crazy movement going on in this country. The question is completely absurd, except for the fact we have a crazy movement going on in this country where you could be fired for the fucking craziest shit. Wrong skin color, wrong genitalia, thinking that it's gross to put a dick in your mouth. You could say anything. Like There are places all over the Bay Area where you could say it's gross to put a dick in your mouth, and you'd be fired for that. And, uh, and, and there's tons of people, including people who work at HQ and work all over fucking within 100 miles of where Dave and I live, who strictly hire people on nothing having to do with merit. So so in, in that regard, if you're in one of those hives, which, which Dave is not, he's a bad motherfucker who lives out in the Watsonville and Vatoville, uh, maybe he doesn't feel it. But for a lot of people living in major metropolises, uh, San Jose, San Francisco, Portland, uh, New York City, Philadelphia, Baltimore, uh, Los Angeles, these are these are true facts. We are surrounded by people who who will uh, if you don't perfectly line up with them, they'll uh, crush you. Uh, John Young, will you would you read the Quran or would that be against your are you allowed to read the Quran? Yeah, why would it be a problem if you read a read the Quran? I don't know. Maybe your book says that you can't read, learn about other gods or something. You shouldn't worship other gods for sure. But it's, okay. uh, I, I find anytime that I read something that's different than what I believe, it just solidifies my beliefs even more. I mean, like, well, you can poke holes in this for sure. And like, it just, it, in my, for, for me, it, it proves, it proves that Jesus is my savior again and again and again anything that i read that's not that does that make any sense or, or no yeah yeah like yeah it, yeah, yeah. It's, i'm it's glad to hear to that, I'm glad. that i thought out. you would say that you couldn't read you wouldn't be allowed to read the quran but i'm glad to hear you say you can actually the the if the fact that you do shows that you're not afraid like i think that a lot of people whatever their one belief is and you can use this on all of the things that have been happening over the last whatever years um the second someone is completely shut off to I, there is no way I will even look at the other side. Well, that now it's not a faith thing. It's like a, just an ignorance. Yeah, thing. Do you, I don't want to, do I don't want to hear it. I, I mean, the vax, I mean, you pick it, whatever you want to talk about. If you only look at one side, how do you, how can you come up with any sort of idea? How can you come up with any sort of, you know, whatever, whatever your reasoning that makes sense to you. In the you, scary thing have, is, Look all, the way, that, all the way around is that if you're only limited to have one side and if you choose to even look at information right. process it or discuss information that you are somehow evil 
right. or need to be fired from your job. I don't remember it being this this crazy 10 years ago. Do any of you guys? No. 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 no okay. Not even close. So then the real question is, is anybody who goes into this, regardless of where you land in your beliefs or your thoughts, political, religion, whatever, if you are somebody who is with the narrative that things shouldn't be discussed in processes and debated, you are the enemy. 100%. The, the I, debate I, I agree with that. I agree with that. The debate best part has to be there. The discussion my, part, not even the debate part, the discussion part. The discussion, the open processing of ideas. Everything is everything is fair game. In my 51 years being on planet Earth, I'd never seen anyone um, – I can't remember seeing anyone being chased in the United States because of their religion and like in and, and like being threatened. And now I've seen a dozen in the last two months of people chasing Jews down in places. And it's fucking crazy. I, I seriously didn't think I would see that shit in my lifetime. But, I, but yeah, I've seen I, it here I, now in the States. I can't even believe that shit. Dude, I'm telling you, the I mean, there's always been weird, stupid shit that's gone on. But once the whole quarantine thing started. And everybody really started looking at everybody weird. And now all of a sudden it's just like, here's whatever the thing is. Boom, Palestine or boom, vaccinations or boom, whatever it is. It's like, you're not doing it. You're evil. We're taking you out. And that that is shocking to me. I think you're right. I think the quarantine, I think that was huge. That that, that was like destabilized a lot of shit. Yep. And then all of a sudden it's like now that's where I, I mean, for me. I mean, I've always felt like personally, like I, I don't care what anyone believes. They believe whatever you want. That's fine. That's your deal. But don't mine is mine. So go fuck yourself on whatever you think. That's yeah. cool. This is what I this is what I think. But um, to for me to say for me to get into any argument, like half the time, someone I'd listen to some of some of the 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 shows that you would have on, and you'd be saying things, and I'd be like, man, I don't even. Like I couldn't even jump in because I don't even know what I would say to that. I have to go and look at whatever. And so I have to go and look at the information to find out for myself. Like, all right, well, let me let me think of what makes sense to me, because I'm the one that's I'm the one that's living in my skin anyway. So I really don't care what if it makes sense to you or not. I need to know that if it makes sense to me so that I can function oh, in my world. I like you know? that. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody should impose any kind of views on anybody regardless of of any belief um, i think you should be able to shout your belief as loud as you want to and like obviously i would love it if Sevon like got saved by jesus legitimately and not baptized twice to claim he is but uh it's not my right to claim like i have no claim over him at all and i, I should and you shouldn't and nobody should especially the government especially the government over anybody to where they can impose views in any kind of a fashion. 100%, man. 100%. And what what is great about um like even our even like our little group that we have there's a lot of different a lot of different personalities, a lot of different ideals, a lot of different beliefs and I haven't seen anybody be like I'm out, screw you guys cuz you don't believe whatever. Mm -hmm. Everyone just everyone's cool and it's like okay, you believe that way fine. I'll tease you about it whatever and you'll tease back and that's cool. But everyone, everyone is able to discuss. And if it's like, okay, if you want to have a discussion, then we'll discuss. Otherwise, I'm not going to hate you because of how you believe or what you believe or whatever. I mean, Seven, you, I mean, listen to how you've talked about the vax and look at the people that you've had on your show. I, I mean, you haven't you, been like, I, you, you think that we are not putting you on this show because you did that and you're, I mean, no way. You haven't done that. I had my flat earther guys and, on, two of my flat earther guys, homies. 
some of yeah. the best shows you've had on. Yeah. Flat Earth Till I Die. Hey, <laughs> very entertaining. Um, uh, very good. There are boundaries that people need to have. Um, or I think I think value. It's I think it's important to have values. But let, let's get back to Dave. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, John. Thank you, Susan. Oh boy, at the real Kevin eighty seven. Oh, I he thought- started this one saying, "Oh boy." Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm not judging Bill for just swigging a Coca Cola. Not that much. Bubbly. Thank you very much. Darn it. Come on. (laughs) The BTS was 15 episodes and won't be available to the public until February. Uh, I don't know. Stefan does his little review of these things. He can let you know. At Jerwald. I thought the BTS was 15 episodes and landing with CFHQ. Yes, I'm going to get fired for a fucking second time from CrossFit for reading the Quran. Oh, boy. At the real Kevin87. I thought the BTS was 15 episodes and won't be available to the public until February. Uh, I don't know. Stefan does his little review of these things he can let you know at Jerwall. listen sign up for the membership now support it it's a fucking no-brainer you'll get to uh, see all of them ahead of time but if you don't like the fact that i have john young on and you want to punish me for that then fine then just wait till february 15th and we'll start releasing them one at a time uh for two weeks uh leading up to the open where i will be joining this year and kicking ass i'll be joining Mm -hmm. all juiced up and I'm not in the behind the scenes at all. So you're not punishing him <laughs> by not going and seeing it early. Uh, oh, there's, I don't, I, we've only gotten uh, screeners up until episode eight. Maybe you're in the last seven. Be cool. Maybe you are. Don't, don't misrepresent. Maybe you are in there. I don't I'm think I saw you time. and your camera until the last day of the game. Seven, so we I had, doubt. We had lots of cameras. We had lots of cameras. Uh, yeah, but you got to sign up. Someone sign up right now. I'm too poor to afford it. Okay. I hear you. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Yeah, we'll see you on the 15th. All right, here we go. Well, that's good because I'm getting fucking rich by other people supporting it. So one of us is. Where's the barn? Where, the yeah, barn? Where's the barn? Yeah, here we go. Jeff Actis. Hi, Dave. What is your position on affiliates branding themselves as performance or health and fitness gyms as instead of branding as a CrossFit gym? So if you're a CrossFit gym and you skew more towards performance, uh, that's fine. I think that's a, the, beauty of, the beauty of the model that you can kind of pick the direction you're going to go. And same like some de- – uh, lean more towards the regular athlete and the health and fitness. Um, so as a CrossFit gym, choosing different routes to go in regards to what is important to you or what you want your community to be about is um, awesome and totally uh, expected and totally celebrated. But if you're a CrossFit gym doing CrossFit and you're dropping the CrossFit name and you're dropping the mark and you're just branding yourself as a performance or health and fitness gym and using our methodology, well, that's another thing. Then at that point, you're just... Um, you're just choosing to use our methods, choosing to use our style of training without branding, without using the name, without giving attribution, which a lot of people are doing. And that puts you in a kind of different camp. And as a, that's an individual professional choice of the person who runs that gym going in that route and using a methodology to their advantage without giving attribution to the methodology and um, do what you need to do, but it's not the highest standards of living that I would put myself out uh, that I would, it's not how I would handle the situation at white rabbit. Zero oh, nine, he censored himself. He's like one, he's, he's reading the Kuran. He don't want to get too squirrely. That's enough for this show. He censored himself. He was about to say you were a punk ass bitch with no integrity. Uh, Susa thoughts on this one. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I, I feel that same way. Like if you're using it and you want to be a part of the community, like pay the Philippi, be a CrossFit gym, make it official. 
Owner is another affiliate owner. Thoughts? Yeah, I wish they would have come out swinging and said, no, fuck you guys. We're coming at you. If you use CrossFit methodology, if you use obviously what we're doing or some sort of X fit or anything where you're trying to bite off and ride the coattails of what we are paying for, that's what I want H. That right there is what I want HQ to do. Chop down all the motherfuckers that are trying to do what we do and say that they're, oh, we were CrossFit like. Yeah. Hey, I would. All the the things they say, hey, what are what's HQ doing for me? What's the value proposition? That's, That's it. the biggest value proposition that you could possibly have. Protect is that your affiliates. Yeah, your affiliates. How do you're you come after? Them. Hey, dude, they me... used to do that all got, the I time. The, I got the playbook right here. If your neighbors aren't wearing a mask, you need to make sure that they get reported <laughs> because it's for your safety. Right. So you just do the same playbook. Hey, if the dude up the street from me is doing CrossFit, it's branded on CrossFit. There's a spot on CrossFit.com that you could go and you could report those affiliates. Where's David Weed with the call the cops button? And you report the affiliate because guess what? They're not a CrossFit gym. They're not part of the community. And technically, they're stealing the name. So they should be shut down. They used, I mean, they used to hunt people down. We would do that. We would do that and send names in and they would go looking or we would hear. I mean, if you had anything, anything that was cutting into the CrossFit space, was it uh, I, I thought Gretchen Kittleberger like and Dale and James Hobart started in that group too? All the all the lawyers that would come after you. Yeah, you mm -hmm. couldn't even call your gym XFit. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, uh, Sleeky, that's all the affiliate team and legal team used to do was go after gyms, uh, using the name illegally. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was badass. All right. Clear understanding of socialism. Hey, give me a second, guys. Okay. Oh, we're gonna. Oh, this is gonna be good. 1984 and socialism. This is gonna be fun. Here we go. I would myself uh, that I would. It's not how I would handle the situation. At White Rabbit Zero Nine for a clear understanding of socialism. Read 1984 by George Orwell. I have read it. Great book. Um, really enjoyed it. At Tempest Mia, I consume content from the other side. I listen. Uh, Susie, you just read 1984, right? Yeah. Uh, it scared the shit out of you. You're like, holy shit, it's actually here. Yeah, and for those of you guys that didn't need to read it or didn't read it, you don't have to. You're living through it. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, there's one part in the book where they talk about, hey, you have to hate and war with this person, and it's the Northeast. And then, uh, uh, the next day you wake up and the the banners have changed, and now we're friends with the Northeast, and now we hate the now we hate the West, and we're warring with the West. I mean, the fact that we're changing speech. We're changing definitions of words or we're losing definitions of words that are descending us into chaos. Those type of things uh, are, are living through it. If you listen to the book, especially um, or read the book, especially as you just apply it to the, some of the stuff that you're hearing now and just sit as a, an observer, like as if you're plucked from earth and you're just watching everything that's happened in the last three years and you're um, listening or reading the book as you do it, then that's it's 100 percent. It's what's happening. I mean, there's new speak. Um, there's new there's new ways of uh, social crediting. Um, there's a lot of, uh, if you think differently and you voice that you are instantly labeled the enemy, um, or vicious other names. And so, yeah, we're, we're living through it. And if you don't have time to read the book, watch the movie. Cause it's, I mean, if you need that quick fix to see actually like what it looks like. And I, I would not, I would never in most cases say watch the movie, not the book. But like, if you need to do, sit down for two hours and get it all in, dude, it's, it's this, it's disturbing. Really How close it is. And if you, need, sleepy, it, if you yeah. need something, if you need something even quicker, then just watch the Apple commercial because oh. it's one of the most <laughs> famous commercials in all of all of TV. 
the irony there. Uh, Sleeky, I tried reading it in 2020, had to put it down because it freaked me the fuck out. Asymmetric ears. 1984 was much better when it wasn't happening. Sean Sullivan, we are living it. Yeah. Oy, mm-hmm. oy, oy. So scary, man. Mm-hmm. It's so, that's what's weird is that we've been so numb to that. It's like, oh, it's not real. We're not really living it. Even though you pick it up and it is like, like act for act for act for, it's like a handbook. Hey, and the, here's the biggest thing is we're we're in this. I'm taking this directly from the uh, Cat Williams, the viral Cat Williams interview. If any of you guys check that out, you definitely should. But what he said is we're allowing losers to rewrite history for winners. And it's about time that uh, people started speaking up and quit being so fucking afraid, especially like if we want to break into the, the parties right here. In my opinion, the, the Republican Party are cowardice. Conservative businessmen have been cowardice. There is no reason why the Democratic Party should own Washington Post, should own Forbes. There is no reason why that they've been afraid. They've been afraid with their money. They've been afraid to speak up, and it is no longer time to be afraid. I'm only afraid that it's too late. Thank you, Sousa. I second it. I'm out of cups of coffee today. Sorry, I'm all fired on. up. LOL. Heavy. Fired up is good. And then someone else says, yes, I have to really bite my tongue watching that guy. So do I. But the CrossFit content and guests is good. Uh, what the fuck? The, uh, <laughs> I consume content from the other side. I listen to Sevon. <laughs> Rabbit09. For a clear understanding of socialism, read 1984 by George Orwell. I have read it. Great book. Uh, really enjoyed it. At Tempest Mia, I consume content from the other side. I listen to Sevon, LOL. And then someone else says, yes, I have to really bite my tongue watching that guy. So do I. But the CrossFit content and guests is good. Um, from a perspective from the other side, this leads to another comment. This guy, Dan8712, said, let me read between the lines for everyone. Dave's speech on books and consuming content from other viewpoints is ultimately saying just because you may not agree with Sevon's politics, don't miss out on the BTS. Get off your virtue signaling and enjoy some quality CrossFit content. Have a great day. That was not what I was saying with that <laughs> discussion last week or even now. It had nothing to do with Sevon's behind the scenes. Uh, I don't even think, in my opinion, uh, his shit is an issue in terms of not watching his content because of his political beliefs. Like, that's like, I, if people aren't watching his content because they don't like his political beliefs, here we go again. That's exactly the fucking shit I'm talking about. Like, I don't think it's a political belief to be like, hey, uh, if you kill a baby uh, in in the mom's stomach, that that's murdering a baby. That's like I'm just trying to understand basic biology. I don't think um, uh, making it so that men who uh, have an unquenchable desire to dress as women and read to little kids in a library is a political belief. I think it's I, I just um, I'm, I'm I'm protecting kids. I don't even know I don't even know if I have any. What 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 are my political beliefs? I think it's just you're very uh, vocal about your personal opinions, which may be viewed by a lot of people or agreed with by a lot of people. And maybe some. Like, but are those the... opinions or are those facts? Like is like I want to get down to the facts. Like I like like I'm trying to figure out like what my opinion is versus what a fact is. I think some people confuse facts and opinions. Well, right. Because right? the the titles dude. this is the weirdest thing that I think happened in. I mean, I've been on this planet longer than you have. And I think the weirdest thing that's happened in my time yeah. is that we go from knowing what words mean to we just straight up change definitions to fit whatever the direction that the powers are trying to do or are trying to guide. That's that's the hard part. So when even when you're talking about facts and opinions, I, I mean, I, I think I hear the word you know, fake news, false news more often than I hear the facts. Here's the facts. Everything has a twist to it. So, you know, facts, I think, are a lot of times going to be the perception of, whereas our opinion is like, well, what do we think? 
what do I think the facts are? So that's my opinion versus what are the actual, uh, I, th I think it's, I think it's tough to just to say it. The opinions are that you should read the, John's opinion is that you should read the Bible um, starting with the new Testament. Uh, the facts are opinion. that the new Testament is Jesus. No, sorry. Sorry. That's his opinion is that you should start with the new Testament. You shouldn't start with the old Testament. The facts are, is that the new Testament is um, Jesus's story. Is that right, John? Yeah. Yeah. That was really, that was really good. Really well put. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if you start to change the words of definite definitions and all that, and you could e easily uh, mislabel or call things misinformation, then you eradicate journalism. And once you've eradicated journalism and you no longer have an informed public, then you just have a control, a, con a people of control being controlled. So in order yeah. for us to actually be a, a really free and informed societies, you have to have the freedom of, of press. And that's what's being eliminated. Totally. And I think the opinion is, okay, like, what do you think is fact, Sevon? What do you think is fact, John? What do you think is fact, Susan? When I look at that, those are all your opinions, and then I get to choose where do I want to run or which one makes the most sense to me. And if we don't have, just like what you're saying, Matt, if we don't have independent journalism out there where it's not directed or forced or pushed or bought or uh, directed by a, a political party or a, uh, an, a, a particular group, then I don't get to know what else is out there. I mean, I, I, dude, I don't, I don't even watch it. I haven't watched the news for a long time, but when I do, like if I'm at my mom's house or whatever, it is shocking what is said. And it's like, wow, they're, they're just saying it like, that's like, that is the end all be all. Like that's the word of God coming down. Mm -hmm. That's straight out of the Bible that that's actually what it is. And it's like, wow, I was actually there and none of that happened. What, like, what the heck? So I, I, that, that's what makes it tough. I just realized here's the political part. Here's the political part. I just figured it out. The, the, the political part is, is that um, the people on the left, me just saying that, the people on the left think that um, uh, abortion is a um, woman's uh, uh, reproductive rights. And I think we can all agree with that. Abortion is reproductive rights. The people on the right, think that it's killing a baby. Now here's where it's political. The people on the right know it's both. They know it's they know that they have to make a decision between saving a baby's life and a woman's reproductive rights. We can see both. We're like both. The people on the left refuse to say, "Hey, you're also killing a baby." They'd rather lie to themselves and to us. And I'm a pro-choice guy. I'm like, I choose I choose I choose the women's rights over the, the over the the baby's life. It might be wrong. But I don't see anyone on the left seeing both sides. And I think people on the right are like, yeah, it's both. And that, that's where it gets frustrating, I feel like. And You're that's right. the that's, political that's part. The that's part. my opinion, yep. and I guess that's what makes me political. The fact that I do believe that the people, the Republicans can't see both sides and the people on the left can't. Yeah, it's killing a baby for sure. But it is also women's pre reproductive rights. We are going into her body, and it's her body. Mm -hmm. But but you got to make a decision. It's a hard decision. Instead of making the hard decision, which probably isn't hard for John Young, he's like, save the baby. Um, you refuse <laughs> to see both sides if you're on the left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't it? John's like, mm -hmm. fuck, I work with crazy people. You mean some of you guys don't want to save the baby? Yeah, it's fucked up, John. I know. Yeah, and you have to change the word. I was born in Berkeley, dude. I was born in Berkeley. <laughs> no, I, I, it's not your fault. I feel you. Uh, Thank you. Have you seen uh, Bill It's Burr's, a clump of cells, uh, says Judy Reed. <laughs> <laughs> 
They have to start changing words to make it more comfortable because otherwise, if you just use mm -hmm. the truth, it's very uncomfortable. And then you're forced with the reality of your decisions, right? Oh, oh shit. It's not a D minus. I passed. What are you talking about? That's passing. Okay. No, well, no. maybe I was wrong. Maybe there are some retarded Republicans. Here we go. Vittorio. Sorry, Vittorio. I like you, but you're about to get torn up. Abortion isn't reproductive rights. Oh, of course it is. How is it not? How is, how is it not? You just have to I'm, choose. I'm, you with have to you. I'm with you, Savon. Yeah. It's a woman's body, man. Fuck. Okay, mm -hmm. sorry. We're have, you seen Bill Burr's, have you seen Bill Burr's uh, comedy skit on abortion? Mm -hmm. It's a great. It is great, so great. funny. Yeah. It is He's so great. Uh, not a taxidermy. I was, ab I was aborted, so I definitely have a bias here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there are some of us who know people who were attempted abortions and they thought that they were aborted and then they ended up being born. And if you don't know someone like that, you should know someone like that. It's, it's, it's a, uh, it's a trip. Okay, here we go. It's okay to hear or to consume content CrossFit. So let me say this, the behind the scenes is CrossFit content unrelated to all of his other perspectives. If you want to judge and call it protest at CrossFit content because of his personal beliefs, we're just spinning in circles here. Uh, but the point why I said that last week wasn't about that. had nothing to do with that. So um, had nothing to do yeah, with God with forbid you support the behind the scenes. Ding dong. It wasn't a message to encourage people to watch his content. Although I do concede, I can see where you could, why you could tie those things together. Oh, he's a Republican. You can see both sides. <laughs> okay. One last comment. <laughs> At dropped out of school. While you're reading the Bible, you should check out Father Mike Schmitz's Bible in a Year podcast. 365 episodes. One for each day, reading through the entire Bible. Each episode, he each episode he gives a little context commentary to the section that he reads, and he also said he does CrossFit too. Ha ha. So, uh, Father Mike Schmitz, I've known his brother for the last twenty years. I'm actually picking his brother. I'm going to San Diego tonight for a private level one uh, tomorrow and uh, Wednesday, and I'm picking up his brother from the airport tonight. And I've been close friends with his brother for the previous 20 years. We actually did a deployment back together way back in the day. And a few weeks ago, I went to his retirement in Fort Bragg, and I briefly met Father Mike Schmitz. So uh, funny that you should mention that. Um, he's Father, for those of you who don't know who Father Mike Schmitz is, Google him. He is a uh, massive Catholic um, YouTuber. And so he has a really big channel, and um, he uh, seems like a very nice guy. His brother's a great guy. Okay. John hates him because he's Catholic. John, Mike Schmidt, have any thoughts on him? No, I've heard the name. I don't I don't know him though. I, I would suggest John MacArthur personally, but you know, it's it's you know, I think they all they'll all be good. Just reading the Bible is great, Dave. You keep it up. Oh, there what, we go. Fuck. What's a what is a private level one? Uh, oh that's a oh, we'll get to that in one second. Black John Young, Dave needs to change the name of his show to Dave's book club. Uh, yeah, what is I? You know what exactly where I thought, but I wasn't gonna say it. But now that you ask, it's me like it's the one Dacoons goes to. Ah, not nice. Not nice. <laughs> be cool, be cool, Sevy. Be cool. I don't know what that is. Uh, maybe it's for uh, um, like high CIA, FBI, fucking ATF, the I NSA. I mean, it's I, I could see maybe like it's not on the not on the list, but you know you're gonna have a group of people or a a person or something like that, a, a high name that you want to get into crossfit or at least get their level one so they have whatever i think they'll run it if you're a gym owner i think i saw something on this before where if you own a gym and you want to do a private l1 with just your coaches or just your people that you could do it like that i'm not sure is exactly. it next week the same 
for next week. Back. Look, I don't know. Everyone, give it a everyone, give it a thumbs up. What's a private level one? Yeah, Please get, come yeah, give yeah. it a thumbs up. But I, I thought I saw something like that because a while back I tried to see if Katie Hogan would come in and evaluate all my coaches, and she was like, "We're gonna have something of the sort similar." And mm. that's when I saw some of the stuff about the private one. I could be wrong though, but I think that's what it was. John, there's going to be so much Bible talk in the next month. Are you excited? Everywhere you go, people are going to be like, John, you had that wrong. Good job, John. Good job supporting the Bible. <laughs> oh, you're going to get just. John, would you ever go to seminary school and, and become a, uh, 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 whatever, with a preacher, pastor, uh, preacher, deacon, deacon? No, whatever? I'm, I'm no. not, I'm not, I'm not called to that. I feel like you got to be really, uh, just really, really called to do that. And it doesn't, um, and I just never have been. I could, I get really passionate when I talk though. I feel like I talk like a preacher sometimes, but like mm-hmm. when we're doing our rankings or pick shows, if that just was flipped into Bible talk, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> yeah. I could yeah. see myself getting fired up, but it's more, uh, more about like debating though and not like preaching to people. So no short answer. Amen. Go luck sponsorship partnership however you want to refer to it uh super cool really excited about that go ruck is um he's been around i've known those guys for a very long time jimmy letchford who's the president of go ruck i've known him for almost two decades way he worked across it for over a decade and so um marine marine went to the naval academy uh, really good guy um hard charger likes to make shit happen and uh, we have a great relationship so i'm excited about that jason i've known jason for um several years not quite a decade but he probably whichever whatever year it was that we had the rucks in the games he flew out here we met up we talked and uh we talked about the packs we talked about go ruck we talked about his background um and then i said hey can you outfit every athlete at the games with the pack and he said how many is that i said like five or six hundred he said yeah i can do that and i said okay done i'm gonna put rucking in the games this year and so um that was the beginning of the ruck being in the games and we played around see for the years prior to that we had done vest stuff uh, weighted vest 511 vest but we hadn't introduce a a ruck and the event we did had these little weight bags that rogue made and every lap you ran you'd add another weight to the pack and the packs got progressively heavier and and interestingly um some athletes their backs got tore up by by abrasion from the back of the um the i think it was a thousand denier cordura that they used on the back panel so from that jason uh wasn't pleased with that and then made some improvements and i think now on their ruckers they might have dropped it down to like 200 in here cordora or maybe they're using something different but they they addressed and attacked the um abrasion issue on the lower back and so that's just one example of the innovation and and just always trying to make his product better that jason and go ruck um how they perceive running their company and and always striving for excellence and, and innovation and moving forward so really happy about that Pick up a pair of Go Rucks if you don't. I think you'll, if you don't have a set for uh, for CrossFitting, I'm talking about the shoes or a pack or anything to make. Um, I think you'll really you'll really like them. I also like their super clean, simple designs. Obviously, I like their background and how they support the military. They they came from the military, so really happy about that. The Open's coming up. Don't- oh shit, we lost John Young. <laughs> oh damn, he's out. Hashtag he's out. Like he's got a square and everything. Um. <laughs> Yeah, where'd he go? I just I just uh, boot him. Uh, thoughts on Goruck? Anyone? Uh, Sousa, thoughts on Goruck? Yeah, I, I think it's cool. I think it's a cool a cool fit for uh, what they have going. The shoe thing kind of throws me off. I always thought that they were just like the backpack thing, but I've never tried a pair of their shoes, so be interesting to see. Um, uh, Grunler, any thoughts on Goruck? 
Uh, I I think it's cool that Jimmy Letford was, you know, that he's the president. Of the, I didn't realize he was the president of the company. I knew he he was doing some work with them, uh, but I think that's cool that he was able to pull them in. And it's nice to be able to see, it's a gritty, uh, OG feel of a brand coming back in. I hope that they have the size and the capacity to be able to push across where it needs to go, and I hope they have a lot more colors other than just tan, light tan. Uh, everyone should be, uh, very, uh, Oh, upside down. Oh, I loved upside down, John. Um, everyone should be very patient with this next year. These types of switches, uh, are going to be difficult. Uh, wrong names on shirt shirt showing up late, wrong shoe size. I mean, this is a massive, uh, undertaking. Uh, I, I wish them the best. I know Jimmy for a long time too. He's coming on mm -hmm. the show soon. Um, I've talked about, uh, ex you know, experiences I've had with Jimmy on the show. Um, it's going to be wild. I, I wish them the best of luck. Obviously go Rux gear is dope. Everyone fucking loves it. It's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty premium shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but, but everyone should be, um, you know, what's funny is that people are, I, I see people in the comments talking about how expensive the backpacks are. It's just an expensive backpack. <laughs> Have you guys shopped at rogue at all recently for anything? Like we don't worry about like cheap stuff. <laughs> it's not it's not uh like big five rock packs or anything like that. So is what it is, you guys. Uh tank uh Reeves, a funny thing, the Zionist regime look at Sevon like a goyim and a piece of garbage, meaning like a non Jew. First of all, you have to understand. I'm never nice to someone because they're nice to me. I'm never mean to someone because they're mean to me. I'm never uh I am in control of me me i am like i'm the walking epitome of what jocko willick wishes he was when it comes to personal accountability and personal responsibility i am the extreme of that i don't smoke weed nice uh omar lozano <laughs> <laughs> fasting today i'm a bad dude i'm fasting today too thank you Hey, I have like 10 minutes left, Sabon. Just letting you know. Okay, sorry. Omar Lozano, Sevi grabbed a CEO t-shirt from Vindicate. Best money you could ever spend. And loving them, supporting the cause to have the best coverage of Waterpalooza. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. The media team's kicking fucking ass. We're on it. We're 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 rebranding ourselves for 2024. We have so many cool things to roll out. <laughs> Don't forget to uh, sign up. It's going to be a really good three weeks. I'm excited about what we have in store for you guys. Um, can't say much obviously but i think you will enjoy it in a very painful way norcal classic is also coming up and they have their norcal classic and the french throwdown they're both coming up and they have well french throwdowns later but they both have an online qualifier uh, for their community events that are later in the year happening i think soon for about a month and so if you're looking for something to kind of tune up or prepare for the open or something that you have a shot to go to a community event actually qualify for an in-person event they both have a lot of divisions. They both take a lot of athletes. I went to NorCal Classic last year. Um, they do a great job, a lot of community. It was just a really good feeling, really good vibe. So sign up for their events if you are interested in possibly advancing to a in-person community event. We hope to do more with those guys and more um, align more with them and be more formally associated with their community events. So more to follow on that. What's he saying there? He's setting something up. What's this? NorCal Classic. Uh, dude, What's the fuck did he just huge. say? What uh, yeah, he said he wants to do. He wants to have some sort of um, increase their connection between CrossFit and 
well, either I don't know if he was talking NorCal specifically, and that's what he's talking about, or that if he's event's about amazing. Other events. It's yeah, got 2008 yeah. game vibes. It's pretty amazing event. No, it's it's fun. I've I've been there all the years they've had. It's it's um, Blair and Ben do a great job for sure. You commentate um, that one? You do that one? Uh, I was commentating for it, and then when they dropped their live feed, then I was on the floor. I was doing MC for them. Oh wow! Yeah, it was fun. Oh, and I saw you there this year. That's right, briefly. Yeah, yeah that was a shock. Dude, yeah, you great were chasing event. Dave down, so <laughs> you, you can <laughs> <Always>. stay long. <laughs> Always. Uh, what did you hear, Sousa? What are they doing? Are they is, is is games expanding? I don't know. That's interesting, but I think uh, CrossFit would be smart to get involved with some of these more localized community events to have some sort of impact there. I mean, I don't really know offhand what that would look like, but I do think that that would be a good play for them. I think it would be in terms of money or money programming. No, no, no. This wouldn't be a money investment. This is this is more of like a localized, uh, you know, affiliate gathering community type thing. Like Sevens that had two thousand eight vibes. Like I remember the regionals from back in the day. It was more localized, so you would you know go there and and see all your uh, other affiliate owners and coaches and other people. And I think this is just another opportunity for another one of those. And it would be smart for CrossFit to have some either more visibility there or to elevate it in the sense that they might bring their own media people or something like that. Oh, hype something. it up media wise. Yeah. I could see that. Like, sure. I mean, other, they'd have to do something other than the, like the licensing thing, like the licensing thing to me, I, I still don't really understand what that is doing. I mean, you get to put the name on there. Cool. I get that, but I don't really see any connection with CrossFit. Yeah, like, what on, do you do? Get, do you get a you shitload know? of social media? Do you get some sort of push? Does Dave go like, what mm-hmm. do you get? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think there are. In fact, I think that there was some discussion even about the fact that Dave showed showed up. I think this was actually on one of his uh, week in review like two weeks ago or something like that. How he showed up to one but not to another one. I think it was uh, he showed up at Legends and didn't show up at the Wheel Wad. And they were wondering like, well, that, you know, is that a bad look? And he's like, why? I can't go to all the places all the time, which is true. And so, like, I like the idea. So, like what you're saying, having some sort of a connection. I just don't know what that would look like other than either they're in like the semis or they're just strapping the just flapping the name on it like the licensing of, of the other events I, I don't know what it would look like be interesting to see mm-hmm. i'm surprised he's saying it and the, the fact that he's saying it with norcal uh with the norcal classic and, and connecting that together like do blair blair and ben like their idea was they were just going to do it regardless of if anyone was attached to him or not so i like that they've grown what they've grown and it's turned into kind of a Woodstocky version of Wadapalooza. It's not as pretty yet as something like that, but it's definitely turning in and growing every year. So they're doing a good job over there. Yeah, I think the fact that he's. I think a media component would be cool. And then I just I, I just think you just need presence. I don't think it needs to involve any name on it or anything. It'd still be NorCal Classic. But what I'd like to see is like Dave and these people out there, maybe at a CrossFit booth where they're able to totally. have a discussion. It would be cool if it was called the CrossFit NorCal Classic. It would be, but you know, what type of implications would that have on the you know the regular sports season i don't know um but it that, yeah that would definitely be cool but i just think presence would too i mean right. presence matters so much i mean you went to the legends right savon you were yep. in, you showed up with Greg and like dave and like and then you went up with dave with the norcal uh classic and how much did that mean to everybody that was there everybody loves that so yeah. like just having a presence goes a long ways and then if you do that and and put some sort of media behind it or or even just elevate <clears throat> what they're doing at the norcal classic and the french throwdowns and these things and again i don't know what elevation would look like whether that's media produced on their end or them sending out emails just to highlight it more but i think any times that they could have a more connection to the community and make more of a presence at those things is going to be beneficial for them and for the I agree. I agree. 
And finally, the reason why I say if you want to go to a an event, our open, you do the open, you can qualify for the quarterfinals, and then from the quarterfinals, the in-person aspect out of that is the semifinals. And so, I'm sorry, yeah, the semifinals. And just the best and the best make it to that. Not trying to say you shouldn't do the open or the quarterfinals, not saying that at all. Definitely do that. Measure yourself up against the world, compete in our awesome events that we're going to put out there. But if you are, like, I could probably even qualify for one of the events at the NorCal Classic. So my point is it's a little more uh, accessible to all for an in-person. Can Dave really qualify for a NorCal Classic, you think? He checks himself here in a second. <laughs> okay. Actually, I probably couldn't qualify. Oh, <laughs> oh Davey, no. we love you. No way. Oh, shit. All right, cool. Um, well, maybe in one of the scale divisions. There Thanks. We go. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, could you imagine or, Dave going uh, down? That'd be awesome, dude. They it must would be have awesome. It's one of their events planned, and he's thinking, "Oh, I'd be good at that one," and then just thinking, <laughs> "Always drop comment." It's cold here, and it's been raining, and it, it's wet. So that's it. Was like 30, 35 degrees this morning here at the ranch. It's probably low forties right now. So that that's cold for us. That's why I'm all bundled up, and I'm in a tin shed. The shop isn't exactly a insulated office. But anyways, thanks for tuning in. I want to say this real quick. Great show, Dave. Um, I, I want you guys to hear me loud and clear. Uh, Athena Perez basically told Andrew Hiller, I'll be your canvas for a year. Now, uh, Dave reposted it and, be, and is like, posted something like, Hey, Hiller, she's checking your shit, meaning that, you know, Dave wants in the mix. This is where I think Hiller should challenge Dave. Be like, Hey, you talk about CrossFit as having a vulnerability component. How about you fucking enter the scale division at NorCal Classic and show us? That prove because we'll love him no matter how he does. We don't care if he finishes last, how he, but it's gonna put his ego on the line. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? He's gonna have to hear people cracking jokes for the next twenty years. But how about oh, that? I get to call his name on yeah. the floor. Yeah, yeah. How about? TDC? Oh my! About I'll TDC? miss. I'll miss. I'll say his name wrong. I'll make sure I say his name wrong. How about? He's Case, got a note rep from Dave. From Dave Castro. <laughs> Castro. <laughs> how about? How about TDC go to the NorCal Classic? The CrossFit NorCal Classic and do the scale division. We'll all pour out there and support them. Yeah, that would be it amazing. Would be, it would be great. It would be great if one of the events was a one rep max deadlift, and then Bill can just bring up the thirty second deadlift clip. <laughs> There's a time we have a we have a rep clock. There's a rep <laughs> clock. You have to get it done within thirty seconds. There's a time gap. <laughs> Dusa, any any final thoughts on this week's uh, week in review by the Dave Castro? I like it. If you remember a couple of uh, ones back there, I said, I was like, ah, he seems like he's playing the fence a little bit and he's like kind of not really speaking. I love that this one seemed raw. It seemed real. And he definitely seemed back to his uh, himself here. So I, I dug it a lot. John Young, I know you have to go. Uh, any final words? No, thanks. Thanks for having me. And like people in the comments, be, be, uh, be easy on me. I'm just the most knowledgeable one throughout the Bible on here. I'm no preacher or anything. Okay. So I just, I do, I do my best. And, um, yeah, obviously. Treat John the way God would want you to treat John. Yeah. Not the way Satan yeah. would. Uh, Bill, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I think that Dave's doing a great job. It is nice. Um, I see him being more real while still walking the line. And you can see him, like you said, checking himself. So he's not trying to say what, he doesn't leak out enough, but he's still saying what is true to him. So I, I always get happy when he drops a couple fucks in there. Anyway, it makes it it's like, okay, you, that's you. Okay, good. You're yeah. Back. I uh, think like he's uh, been being a little more vulnerable. I don't know how you guys feel, but it feels like that to me. I agree. 
vulnerable man. You are vulnerable. Saying the word vulnerable. Tank, uh, remember, if uh, everyone was like you, the world would be a perfect place, and there wouldn't be a place for you to teach people like me. So um, appreciate you being here, buddy. You're a good dude. To all of you, peace and love. See you tonight, Miranda Alcarez. If we could all only be as rich and su as successful as her. Bye-bye.